Setting boundaries with a toxic person is close to impossible, if not a lot of times impossible with a toxic person. So why do we say it so much? Like, why do I bring up setting boundaries? Why do you hear about it on different social media circles, all this kind of stuff? Why are boundaries so important? I want to be able to talk to you today about why boundaries are important for you and how to set boundaries with a toxic narcissistic person and what that actually means for you and how to move forward. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness of narcissistic abuse and help people break free. I work on breaking people free daily by helping them move forward in the healing process, rewiring their mindset to get away from that addiction of going back to a toxic person, the trauma bond, the rumination, the intrusive thoughts, all the things that keep you locked in and keep you stuck. That's how I break people free. That's what we do. And so if you're interested in knowing more about that, go to claritychallenge.net to see one of the most intense challenges that we put together that we've seen a lot of success of hundreds of people stepping through it in communities and in result to be able to move into a place where they're actually free mentally and emotionally from the toxic person. But when we talk about this aspect of toxicity and we talk about how to actually maintain your growth and your development, a big word that comes in all the times is boundaries. And boundaries being like, what do I actually do to make sure I'm moving in the right direction? Now, I want you to understand first and foremost, a lot of people get this confused. A boundary is not something you are imposing on another person. Okay, like you're not going up and you're not wrapping this person in a fence and saying these are the things you can or can't do. You're just establishing the fence along the edge of your respect and your self-worth and you're saying this is the length of, of where it is where I'll go. This is the line in the sand. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A lot of times people want to take boundaries and push them on other people saying, these are my rules. These are my regulations. These are the laws. These are the things that you need to be able to operate by if you want to be in this relationship. And while it might seem like it works for a period of time, typically what happens is just conformity. Like he just acts or, or changes slightly in the relationship for a period of time to look and to appear good when in reality, nothing's actually changed. There hasn't been like a heart change. It's just been something that's happening in front of you to make you feel better about the relationship. And so you need to understand a boundary is for you. It's not actually for the narcissist. Now, because it's for you, that means it doesn't just apply to the narcissist and it doesn't just apply to anyone and everyone. It is just there, period, for all and for you. Now, what I mean by this is like it means you can have a boundary that says, hey, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm only going to uh, offer my services to this many people. I'm only going to go to work this many days. I'm only going to sell this product or I'm only going to interact with people on this certain level, whatever it might be. Okay. There's like a bunch of weird examples, but like you might have a boundary and that boundary means you're not going to cross it for a toxic person or for a healthy person. Maybe your schedule is filled up and you're like, one of the boundaries is I've set time for myself and I'm not going to cancel on that. And then you have your best friend call you up and be like, hey, I want to go with you to this. Like, let's go out and hang out, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, hey, I would love to. I just can't today because I've already got an appointment with myself. 
I've already got something that's going on. Okay, now I say it that way just to be able to show like, hey, when a boundary is meant for you, it's meant to actually keep you going in a direction, in a, in a, in a direction that's helping, actually helping your vision, your values, your goals of who you actually want to be. That means you can have people that are toxic that can pull you off track and you can have people that are healthy and good intention that can pull you off track either way. So it's important to understand that boundaries are for you and boundaries are stationary like they apply to everybody. But boundaries are also directional, like they're helping you move in a direction. Now, once you consider for a moment that you are driving down a road. And this road starts to become windy and twisty and curvy and starts to go up the mountains. And you start to notice there's a consistency that beside you, there is a guardrail. Now, this guardrail is there to be able to help keep you on the road for a sole reason of if you went off the cliff, you would die. And so it keeps you on the road to actually protect you and help you move forward. Now, that boundary is a guardrail. That guardrail is a boundary in this illustration. But what I need you to understand is that guardrail that's there is keeping you on the road and keeping you going in a direction. A lot of times people think boundaries are these walls and these barriers that we put up in our life that keep you trapped and keep you constrained and keep you from actually doing the things you want you to do. And in reality, they're not. Boundaries are actually there to be able to help guide you and to be able to help hold you to the the goals and the vision, the values of who you actually want to be and how you want to develop. Now, the thing is, when you have a toxic person, they're going to come into your life. So picture you're driving down this road and you have another car pull alongside you and you're driving together. And you think life is great because you're driving together. But then the hard part is they start to press into you and push you into the guardrail. And the guardrail starts to squeak and to scrape along the side of the car, making these awful screeching noises. And then it slowly starts to break. And then all of a sudden it continues to move forward and move forward until it finally breaks and you fall off the edge of the cliff. Now, the reason why I explain it that way is that's how it happens in narcissistic relationships. You come to the table and you say, hey, this is my boundary. This is my line in the sand. The narcissist is like, cool, let's not do that. Let's let's not go to that direction at all. And then he slowly goes that direction and slowly goes that direction and eventually breaks it and gets you to believe that it's your fault that he Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Broken. And so you're going to see this happen over and over and over, that this boundary piece is meant for a direction, is meant for a purpose, is meant to be able to help you move forward in the direction that you're actually called to be. Now, a toxic person, a narcissist, and even healthy people could end up pushing up on that boundary, but typically a toxic person is the one that's going to try to break it, to try to push you through, try to make you move your boundary, all these different things, because they're like, if I can get you to move it, then I don't have to feel bad that I actually pushed you to do it trying to turn around and still put the blame on you for actions that they cause you to do. So so many different levels of that. So one of the things I want to talk about with boundaries is like, how do you actually set boundaries? Because a lot of people are like, I set boundaries and he doesn't listen to them. And in reality, he's not going to listen to them. The narcissist typically never listens to your boundaries. It's less about you setting the boundaries and him listening to them. And it's more about you setting boundaries and being consistent to what you've actually set. 
the majority of the time people set boundaries, but they don't hold it consistent. They just kind of fizzle out and they're like, eh, like is there's no point because he's not respecting it. Well, if he's not respecting it, then that means there's probably not uh, a reason behind the boundary for you to actually stick to it strong enough, or there's not this like aspect of a consequence. Now, it's hard because I don't mean a consequence like you're punishing the other person, but there is consequences of how they're treating you when you've already asked them, hey, please stop yelling at me. Please stop, you know, exploding in front of the kids. Please stop, you know, doing X, Y, and Z, whatever it might be. And so it helps to be able to understand you have to set boundaries in your life and then you have to stay consistent with them. Narcissist is very excited to be able to break your boundaries, to be able to break through that consistency piece, to be able to get to the place of being like, see, you don't really care about your boundary because it didn't matter enough to you to actually be consistent with it. So continue to push up or continue to try to break through those boundaries just to prove that they don't actually matter to you. So be really careful with that. One of the other things I would say is when you're in the relationship and now he's professed change and he's going to change and he's working on himself, et cetera, et cetera, typically because you brought up that you're done or that you're leaving, expect that switch. But a lot of times what you'll see is this piece will happen where you're like, okay, well, now I don't know what to do. I don't know what boundaries I need to set or not need to set because of what he's actually saying, what he's doing. So I want to give you this quick tip. When you think of boundaries in this aspect of he's changing, he wants to know what you want, et cetera, et cetera, I want you to sit down and come up with six boundaries slash goals, like things that you want to be able to see in the relationship grow or develop or change. And as it continues moving forward, how you want to see the relationship get more connected or more developed in different aspects. And so as you continue moving forward, those six things are going to help guide you and show you this is the guardrails. This is the direction I'm going. This is the direction I you know, don't want to go, which would be breaking through those boundaries, breaking through those guardrails. Now, I want you to consider to write them down in a secure location, password, protect them, whatever you need to do to make sure that no one actually sees all six of them and you are the only person that sees these. Now, when you come up with these six goals, they need to be like smart goals. Like they need to be like very simple. They need to be measurable. They need to be time sensitive. You need to be able to look at them and be like, okay, did this happen in this amount of time? Is it quantifiable? Can I actually know if it passed or if it failed? What does this actually look like? And so set all these up, have six of them. Then what I want you to do is to select two of them only a maximum of two, and you can communicate those to the narcissist in your life that claims that he's changing. And then watch what happens. What you might see is one, either pushback, and you're like, okay, well, he obviously doesn't care, and he's proving that. Or you might see, oh, sure, I'll do that, and he does it for a period of time. The thing This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. thing that you want to see is does he do those two and does he continue to grow and develop himself? Not come back to you and be like, hey, can I have more? Can you, can you give me another list so I know how to be able to change and modify myself for you? You don't want to see that. Okay, what you want to see is him doing the first two and then actually continuing to develop and work on himself. That's why you have four other goals slash boundaries that he doesn't know about and will never know about, but instead helps give you guidance. 
of is he going to continue to change? So give you like a simple illustration. One of the boundaries could be, one of the goals could be he needs to get into therapy and he needs to stay consistent individual therapy for six months or a year, whatever it might be. And all you do is you tell him like, I think you need to get into therapy. And then he gets into therapy and he quits after a month because typically narcissists won't continue to stick it out for a long period of time unless they've gotten really good at manipulating the therapist or the therapist is narcissistic and it, yeah, it just blows up. So like when you do this, then you're giving, you're giving a dog a bone. Like you're saying, okay, here is one of the ways that you can actually help, that you can actually work on you. But then you sit back and you wait, is he going to continue it? Or is he just doing it to get you? When he thinks there's an end reward of you being on the line, of you being on the hook, Latham's narcissist will do anything and everything to stay relevant of how do I stay in the relationship? So hopefully this helps just understanding some about boundaries, how to be able to set some of these boundaries, how to be able to question these boundaries when you're moving forward and he says he wants to change because it's really hard to be able to see this. Remember the boundaries are for you. And they're stationary. They're not getting pushed on other people. They're, they're guide rails and guardrails to be able to help you in the direction that you need to go. And that moving forward, you have to be able to set up boundaries that you are consistent in. When you're consistent in, it helps you move forward in a healthy and a positive way. If I can help with that even more, go to claritychallenge.net to be able to see how we teach boundaries, how we work on breaking you free from narcissistic abuse every single day. 